Hallelujah. How many of you know, then we listen to the word on finances. Especially, it is important to have unceasing worship. Amen. Not only in the church, but you have to have a worshipful heart throughout the day. Amen. If you look into the Bible, Job lost his life. Job lost his wealth. Job lost his family. Job lost his children. Job lost his mind. Job lost his wife partially. She had lost her mind. Job lost her resources. Job lost her ministry. But one thing the devil could not attack Job was his worship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. One thing that God, the devil could not attack him was his prayer life. He said, my redeemer liveth. And as long as Job worshipped, God was faithful to bring him double portion. Hallelujah. So it is important that we should not stop our worship. Irrespective of what you are going through. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. The moment he sees, the devil sees that you are a worshipper, the enemy will have no other way but to leave your life. Jesus was tempted three days in the wilderness. The moment Jesus took and taken a word from Deuteronomy and said, you shall serve the Lord and worship him alone, the devil immediately left. Hallelujah. Any temptations, any test shall leave when you worship the Lord. Jehoshaphat in the middle of a wilderness attacked by three enemies. And the Lord said, remove all that is in your hand. All the swords, all the, all, all the weapons of battles. You put it down and start worshipping the Lord. Jehoshaphat started worshipping the Lord. Isn't it amazing? The Bible says every enemy, the three enemies came from three sides fought against each other, killed each other, not only that, and left all the financial resources that they need, and went, and died. And it was called the Valley of Baraka. It is, means the Valley of Blessing. But quite amazing to see was, instead of they looking at the blessing, they started praising God. Hallelujah. Even while they saw the blessing, hallelujah, they kept on praising the Lord. Because they knew it is the praise that cast the devil. It was the praise that defeated the devil. It is the praise that brought the financial resources. And it is the praise and worship that keeps it. Hallelujah. So tonight, as a matter of fact, Jesus, before he died, the Bible says Jesus and disciples went singing. Worship always give path to some resurrections. Praise the Lord. Just because Jesus would go to the cross, he worshipped with the disciples and went. And later Jesus was resurrected. Every time you worship the Lord, you have to know that there is some kind of resurrection in your life, in your finances going to take place. Worship is the key. I am looking for eaters. I am looking for worshippers. I am looking for preachers. I am looking for messages. I'm looking for worshippers who will worship you in spirit and in truth. Then nothing distract you from worshipping the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So tonight, listen to the Lord with a worshipful heart. Proverbs chapter 1 and the 5th verse says, A wise man will hear and increase learning. The Lord give wisdom to the wise men. 
because he is teachable. He does not give wisdom to the foolish. The wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. How many of you are learning some counsels from the Lord? Receiving some counsels from the word of God. And the Bible says he gave wisdom to the wise, not to the fool. Because the fool, how much ever you teach him, he's not willing to receive it. But the wise man will understand it and receive it. How many wise people here tonight? Hallelujah. Rest of them are fools or what? <laughs> Hallelujah. So tonight, we want to look into the word on the five habits for financial success. We need wisdom for financial success. Devatinne jnana menam sambatiyatila munyara mendi. Adana namalukan anji gairingala. Hallelujah. To be succeeding in our finances. Five kind of habits, five kind of discipline. The Bible declares in Matthew chapter 25, 19 to 23. So he who had received five talents came and bought five other talents, saying, The Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered me to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents. Besides them, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you rule over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen. Financial success is becoming all that God wants you to be and doing all that God wants you to do. Sambatiga, Megalayalola, success in the Varayanada, Devam the Endineke, Bilichatondo, other lunches in the room, Devam Endaka the Aitira and Agrichatondo, other Aitira Naduana, Sambatiga might all a success in the Varayanada. Financial success, I'm telling you again, is becoming all that God wants you to be. That's why God prospers you. And to do what all God wants you to do before you finish your life here on earth, to finish and say, like Paul can say, I fought the good fight, I finished the race. And finally, you can stand in his presence and hear these beautiful words, good and faithful steward, good and faithful servant. And that is our way. That is what we are looking to do. Amen. I hope so. Hallelujah. He said, I gave you two. You are good. You increased it. You are faithful. I will enter into the joy of the Lord. You have a reward here on earth and in heaven. In other words, God is an investor. Everybody say it. God is an investor. When he gives you something, he expects you to multiply it. The persons who with five talents multiplied five more. The one who had two talents multiplied two more. Hallelujah. He's an investor. So when Praise the Lord. He's an investor. But the Bible says the one who had one talent buried it into the ground. And God was upset with that man. And he said, You should have put it in the bank and could have made interest. You slothful, you lazy servant. How many of with strong words? How many of you know? The Lord hates laziness. As a matter of fact, Proverbs, different chapters are speaking about slothfulness. As a matter of fact, I don't understand some people. God works six days. We work one day and rest six days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Money should help us to become what God wants us to become. More money. Now listen to this. More money will make you more of what you are really right now. If you are miserable right now, more money will make you miserable. സന്തോഷമില്ലല്ലോ all that you thought oh we are all coming here our bank is going to become full and we are going to be happy is other way around you become happy and when the bank becomes full you will be more rejoicing and joyful in the lord hallelujah we shift in your thinking hallelujah the same way thing into marriage if you think that you are going to get happy by getting married my brother you are in for a great surprise hallelujah if you are happy now you will be more happy you will be a giver of happiness If you are more sorrowful now, you will be a giver of sorrow. Praise the Lord. That name will come in the next intercession meeting. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So more money will make you what, more of what you are really right now. If you are generous right now, more money will make you more generous. Praise the Lord. If you are generous right now, you will be more generous. Hallelujah. In other words, money is... a means to an end but not in an end in itself there is a saying money doesn't corrupt everybody but the love of money can corrupt anybody money is not the root of all evil but it is the love of money which is the root of all evil do you get that money doesn't corrupt you but the love of money can corrupt anybody it is not money but the love of money so five habits for financial success if you take money into money and if you define every word you can write it down if you have a book m stands for manage m stands for manage or to keep good accounts manage manage your money da m nannayittu ella karyangalum nokkuva praise the lord or order lolla nokkala o the o of money stands for outline your spending nee chalavaakuna vidangalu nokka adu ezhuthi vekka n stands for nest egg shall explain it means an artificial or a real egg that is kept in the place where the hen is supposed to be usually laying eggs it, it means to it in simple words means to save chegarichu vekka nest egg means an artificial or a real egg that is kept in the place with the hens usually lay eggs save in other words the hen will come back and look at this egg and keep laying eggs in that same uh, uh, place it's always something there so save e stands for embrace tithing principle hallelujah e nu varana dashamsham kodukka y stands for yield to god before enjoying it മണിയുടെ വൈ എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് യേശുവിനെ സമർപ്പിച്ചിട്ടേ നീ അത് ആഗ്രഹിക്കാവുള്ളൂ 
N stands for nest egg, an artificial or a real egg that is kept in the place where the hens usually real, I mean, lay eggs. Means save. E stands for embrace tithing principles. And why yield to God before enjoying it? Let's look at number one. M for manage. Manage or to keep good accounts. Let us look into a scripture, Proverbs chapter 27, 23 to 24. Are you getting this? Am I too fast? Don't be scared to say yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm going in the same pace. It says, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and to attend to your herds. For riches, not, riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks. In other words, know your business interests. Know your business interest. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks. Know your business interest. the business interest Look to your herds. In the, in, the, in the book of Job, throughout the scripture, you will see it mentioned, Job had 7,000 cattle, 3,000 oxen and so on. The numbers are specified. He knew his business. How many of you want to do the business? Know your business. Business is not just blindly just stepping. You have to know the state of your flock. You have to know your business interests. You know what you want to do. And you, know to, you need to manage it. Hallelujah. Job had specified numbers of the cattle he had, the ox he had. Whenever David came to God, he gave X, Y, Z and talents to God. But the numbers were specified. It was very clear. He exactly knew the number of sheep, cattle, goats, gold, silver, etc. It was very clear. And he knew exactly he was giving to God. I mean, he knew. How many of you know what you have? How many of you know how much you're worth? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Proverbs 23 and 23. In the Living Bible translation says, in your Bible, if you're having a KJV, it says, buy the truth and do not sell it. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. But in the Living Bible translation, it says, get the facts at any price. Hold on tightly to all the good sense you can get. See here, we are lit learning tonight from Ecclesiastes and Proverbs because Solomon was one of the richest man ever lived on earth. Solomon's riches today worth, somebody said, $2 trillion in today's estimate. So if he is telling something about money, I think we better be having some humility to learn it. Hallelujah. And he is saying here, get all your facts right. How many of you are getting all your facts right? So many people come to me private, this business, that business. Get your facts right. Write it in a board. Get your facts right about your business. These are the facts. What are the facts? These are the facts. What I own. What I owe. What I earn. Where it all goes. Praise the Lord. Look at somebody and say, do you at least know one of these? <laughs> Habit number two. Outline my spending. Outline my spending. Proverbs 21 and the fifth verse. In the Good News Bible. Again, it says, plan or budget carefully. 
and you will have plenty. How many of you have a budget? Proverbs 21, 20 says, wise people, again, good news Bible I'm saying, wise people living, live in wealth and in luxury. But stupid people spend their money as fast as they get. Today I got my salary, let's go and party. I didn't say, Bible says you're a fool. I sold the land. Let's do another party. I didn't say, Bible says you're a fool. Even before you get the money, you're going and plurging it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Budget it. Get wisdom from God. Don't be dumb. Foolish spend. People spend their money as fast as they get it. Look at somebody and say, don't be a dump. Don't be dumb. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't spend all your money away. Sometimes as a husband and a wife, you need to sit together over your finances and you have to say, what do we have? Where is it going? Two heads are better than one. Somewhere next to your bedroom, inside your bedroom, please write it in big, bold letters. Two heads are better than one. Especially for the husbands who are very egoistic. Your wife can save some money sometimes. Hallelujah. Husbands are still egoistic. Nobody saying amen. I rebuke it. <laughs> Number three. Is this helping somebody tonight? And for nest egg, in economic terms, nest egg means the sum of money saved for the future. Nest egg in the Varna, Bavi Lake in the Uriki Vichirikin and Ninda Danam. And the Proverbs 21 20, Living Bible says, a wise man saves for the future. Say it after me. A wise man saves for the future. The foolish man spends everything. The wise man, he keeps his future before him. Nestec means saving. It involves saving through investments. Some of you are good investors, I know. Praise the Lord. Saving for your children, for your house, even for your retired life. There are different kinds of savings. In the last days, I said, don't take the money that you keep for retirement. If you can build it up, maybe not today, but have that vision. Hallelujah. What happens to most of the believers is they are saying they are living by faith and they don't apply their hearts to wisdom. They know knowledge. They know the scriptures. They have read Proverbs. They have read Ecclesiastes. They have read. They know Solomon is the wisest king. But you don't apply any of his principles into his, our lives. Salomon said, We are Hallelujah. That is not real faith. Together with faith in the word of God, you have to learn to apply it. That's wisdom. Application of God's word is wisdom. Whether spiritual or practical, application of the knowledge is wisdom regardless of how much you have you need to save even if you are 100 rupees you need to start saving tonight hallelujah not only if you have much hallelujah even if you have little it is spoken about Japanese businessmen they know how to spend their money hallelujah Proverbs 13 and the 11th verse NCV version 
says, money that comes easily disappears quickly. But money that is gathered little by little will grow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Money that is gathered by little by little, it grows. It doesn't matter how much you gather. That's the nest egg. Your little savings. As a matter of fact, I was reading, I forgot the, this thing. That if in a month that you learn to save so much, after 10 years, you will have a crore. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why you look like you're thunderstruck? Am I, am I, am I saying something? I mean, some of you are already doing it. You don't, might not need this message. But some of you really need it. <laughs> Young people sitting here, you should start saving when you get your salary. Don't think about the best shoes to buy first. I knew a person. The moment, get the salary. Shoes. One shoes, two shoes, three shoes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you have a job and earn some money, don't look to buy clothes and fancy phones without saving anything. And all the men said, <laughs> because don't try to, who are you trying to impress? I mean, you have to grow up somewhere in your life. Keep a Nokia phone and be smart. For God's sake. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say, Lord, give me the wisdom and the grace to save. Yeah. Habit four. E stands for embrace the tithing principle. Most of you tithe, but the power of blessing of the tithing principle cannot be emphasized enough. Throughout this word, we've been emphasizing on tithing. Malachi 3, chapter 8 to 12. You have to go and read it. But I'm just reading it fast. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. Storehouse is the church that God has planted you. That where you are fed with the food every week. That's why it's right. There will be food in my house. And try me and... Now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for such a blessing that there will not be enough room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Nor shall the wine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of, all, Lord of hosts. And all the nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. How many of you know that there is principles into tithing Bible says, will a man rob God? And God is saying, you're robbing me, but not bringing the 10%, the best and the first. Because of the one lack of understanding. If I give you this phone, just imagine this is a pack of, you know, uh, how much you want? A lack of rupees. This, okay. And I'm asking him to give me how much? 10%, 10,000. Give me 10,000. 10,000. <laughs> In other words, what I give him is what he's giving me back. You are giving to God only what he gave you. 
Praise the Lord. First of all, he is the one who gave you that one lakh. And you are telling the Lord, I'm giving my first and best to you, 10%. And the Lord said, I will bless you 90%. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we have to teach our children. We have to teach ourselves. We have to teach our generations to give the first and the blessed. And God says, only in this verse, he's saying, test me and see. You can do this and you can go to the Lord. I'm testing you, Lord. You can look to the God who made heavens and the earth and you can look into your face and say, I'm testing you, Lord. Hallelujah. Everywhere in the Bible it says, don't test the Lord your God. Here the Lord is saying, test me and see. Hallelujah. But if you don't tithe, the Lord is saying, I will put a curse on your finances. If money comes, it goes somewhere. Hallelujah. One appendicitis, one hospital, one lakh gone. Instead of paying 10,000 tithe, I lost one lakh in the hospital. Just somewhere. There's holes in your, this thing. Or there is money, but there's no peace. The blessing of the Lord maketh you rich. He has no sorrow. So when you tithe, not only your money increases, you can enjoy that money with your family, with your husband, with your wife, with a good holiday, with a peaceful harvest. I mean, with a, something. There is always a wall of peace around it. Because every time the enemy is coming to attack you, the Lord is saying, I'm rebuking it. The enemy coming, Lord rebuking it. Enemy coming, Lord rebuking it. A wind coming, Lord rebuking it. A storm coming, Lord rebuking He is keeping on rebuking, rebuking, rebuking. After some time, the devil is tired. Why should I go to attack him? I am anyway going to be rebuked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word, I will bless you, means actually means to kneel or to praise. In other words, God pours out such a blessing that you will have to go down on your knees and thank Him. Oh my God. Amen. Hallelujah. It will surprise you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is God will, heaven will surprise you. Jesus will surprise you. It will bring you to your knees in holy humility and said, oh my God, more than what I've expected. Hallelujah. Yesterday somebody came and told me, I got 30% hike. Usually that is the hike somebody will get when you change a job. This is in the existing job. I got a 30% hike. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is faithful. God looks at your heart. He is true. Peter caught fish in the board and the Bible says he knelt down before the Lord and he cried. He was overwhelmed. The blessing that comes into your boat when he opens his windows and blesses you will overwhelm you. Hallelujah. It will overwhelm you. You can never outgive God. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, if you're a tither, you should not build small houses. Big build houses. Because the Bible says your rooms will not be enough to contain God's blessing. Hallelujah. Now to make it simple, what are the blessings when you tithe? Number one, verse 10 says, God himself will be your provider. Amen. Number two, verse 11, God himself will be a protector. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Tonight, some of you, 
Is there any devourer hurting you? Is there anything that is existing in your life? We want it to be uprooted. Look to the Lord, hallelujah, by faith and say, Lord, I open my heart. I will give one tenth of mine by faith in this word. Not blindly, not emotionally, not out of compulsion, but with a generous heart, Lord. I'm going to release, Lord, that which I withheld from you. I'm going to release my one tenth and trust the Lord to rebuke that devourer from your lives once and for all. Whatever that has attacked you, your life, your family, your finances, wherever that attack has come and is oppressing you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I decree forth that God will rebuke the devourer according to the word, true to his word, and that will not remain in your life again. It will not come back in your life again. He will rebuke it. That place will be applied. I apply the blood of the lamb over the area of your life to cast the devil out. Oh, the destroyer will pass over. The devourer will be rebuked tonight. Hallelujah. All those who are tither, declare it. He is my provider. I shall be provided according to his riches and glory. I shall be protected. My family shall be protected. My finances shall be protected. Oh, my education shall be protected. My generation shall be protected. My children shall be protected. My body shall be protected. Even there are diseases in your life. Rebuke. God will rebuke it tonight. Because you chose to worship Him through your tithe and to your offering. Tonight, let every, uh, every satanic infliction on your body tonight. I rebuke it tonight. Leave. Be destroyed. Never to return back again tonight. If you receive it tonight, give a shout of praise. Say Amen. Amen. So receive it tonight. In the name of the Lord. Jesus. I sense a depression leaving your family. Discouragement, mental illnesses leaving you, uprooting you. Somebody watching me through net tonight, your mental illness is leaving you. Your depression, I cast it, I rebuke it to leave and uproot from your family tree and it be cleansed through the power of your holy blood. Be free now of mental illness. Tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. When you tithe, your businesses, your resources won't dry up. The Lord said, I'm going to release such a blessing and protect you. Hallelujah. Number three, verse 10, you will be a participant with God. You won't be a spectator. When you come to the church, you will feel it is your church. Because you're a tither. When one person is saved, you feel, I'm a participant of that person's salvation. Hallelujah. It is because I tithe. Somebody was reached. Being brought into the house of God. You feel a part. So many of you are not feeling a belonging because you are not giving the way you should be giving. Hallelujah. It is not important to feel a belonging to the pastor. That's good. I like it. I love it. Thank you. But that's not it. You have to feel a belonging to the family of God. And that's where the Bible says, ah, There I've commanded love and blessing forevermore. How wonderful our brothers and sisters dwell together. It is like the anointing oil flowing down from the, hem of, from the head of Aaron to the hem of clothes. And, and, and there, where the church gathered, there, when you feel a part and a parcel of the church, there. Oh, power. That's why I go or don't go and belong in different churches. You'll be nowhere. Instead of there, you will be nowhere. Where God put you in, where God gives you the bread, 
where God feeds you, where you grow, where you are planted, where you become like Jesus, there the blessing also will fall upon you. Hallelujah. You will feel like a participant over every soul that is one. Say, oh, pastor preached, but I also have a part in it. Praise the Lord. If pastor is sent, or pastor is, is the one who went, you are the one who sent. There are senders and goers in Romans 10. Somebody has to go, somebody has to send. The one who releases the finances are the senders. The one who goes and preaches the gospel are the goers. Both will get the same reward. Oh. Let me tell you, this meeting is able to go so smoothly because there are so many people who have helped me. I was not well. There are so many people who have been involved in this meeting and helped me to make this true. Although I am the one who is standing here, this reward, they are participants to all that is happening tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Otherwise you will say, Oh, pastor, you're doing well. Your preaching is good. I mean, I'm happy that God is doing something for you. God is not doing something for me alone. He's doing something for us. When you tithe, you are saying, everything that you have belongs to God. Wow. Isn't it better to say that? Is it better to know that everything that you have is under the protection and the control of the Lord? Isn't that sense makes you go to sleep peacefully? He neither slumbers nor sleeps. God doesn't have any sleep. He'll watch over it. Tithing is to reminding you to honor God with the finances. Hallelujah. What you gave me, I honor you with the best. 1 Corinthians 16.2 in the New Testament. Isn't amazing? On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay aside something else. Each one of you lay something aside, storing as, as he may prosper, that there may be no collections when I come. Every day, speak actually about tithing. Be for convenience, tithe on a month. But those days, they would tithe every week on a Sunday or on the day that they gathered. Every 10% of what they earned. And Paul is saying you should do that as God prospers you. The first day refers to the Sunday. Honor the Lord with your giving. God wants you to bless you. The measure you will give is the measure God is going to bless you. You give 10, tens you will get in tens. You give in hundreds, you get in hundreds. You give in lakhs, you get in lakhs. You give in crores, you get in crores. You pay in tents and you believe for crows. I told you, you will catch mosquitoes. Hallelujah. The measure that you use is the measure that you will get. Are you buying and selling? Is it a market? No, it's your faith. It's your heart that you're putting there. It's not you're buying something from God, giving money. God is much bigger than your money. He doesn't need that. You are releasing all that consists you. You are putting out there on the altar and say, Lord, 
more than money you are important hallelujah see what is the principle behind the commandment thou shall not murder the principle is that you are supposed to value life when bible says thou shall not murder when bible says do not commit adultery what does it mean it's a principle that you're valuing valuing relationships that's what it means so when the bible says to tithe the principle is behind is that you're honoring god that's all you are giving god your first and your best in malachi 1:6 and 8 the lord is saying a son honors his father and a servant his master if then i am the father where is my honor if i am the master where is my reverence says the lord of hosts to you priests who despise my name yet you say in what way we have despised your name you offer defiled food on my altar but say in what way we have defiled you by saying the table of the lord is contemptible and when you offer the blind as a sacrifice is it not evil when you offer your lame and the sick is it not evil offer it to your governor would you would he be pleased with you would he accept you favorably says the lord of hosts in other words they say you give it to the people everything nice but when you come to me you will bring the lame in other words dirty notes torn notes that nobody wants you give it to me and demonetization came now i can't use the notes so go to the tithe are say contemptible <laughs> you are bringing me the lame the blind when nobody wants it will you do that to the prime minister of india hallelujah are you with me church tonight i told you how many of you came like a wedding only one person came a person came and said you have to punish the rest of the church because they did not looking at all of you <laughs> praise you give your best you comb your hair the best you cut your hair brush your teeth even god doesn't like your smell i mean you have to brush your mouth your husband doesn't like your wife doesn't like you god likes it you come without brushing without combing you put some 20 years back slippers no matching clothes one unnyan t-shirt you go like that your wedding you give your best i'm telling you if it was old bangalore i would ask you to come in suits praise <laughs> number 5 yield first before you enjoy yield first before you enjoy proverbs chapter 24 27th work prepare your outside work make it fit for yourself in the field and afterward build your house in order for god to bless you remember there is an order in the way that he wants you to give number 1 the order is earn it number 2 plan it number 3 give it number 4 save it number 5 enjoy it 
the problem with us we got it ulta we enjoy it first <laughs> we pay the debts then we save isn't it and last whatever little we have we give but that is not god's order you earn it you plan it and first thing you give it hallelujah ni aadyo advanich undaakanam undaakeyade ni plan cheyanam annattu devathinu kodukkanulla aadyam kodukkanam save cheyanulladu sheekarikkanda sheekarikkanam adu kaiyya adhi santoshikkuvin aadyam santoshamalla mysore vote bangalore vote hallelujah i you feel like running after hearing this message some people the moment you hear about tithing and all that people wants to run away you know they, they, there was this hospital and you know one there was one there was this boy who was waiting for his son to come and you know he's working in a company and his wife is in labor is standing outside is waiting for the nurse to come and the nurse come and said you have a twin and he was uh, i mean i mean i mean as a matter of fact yes you have a triplet you have a triplet and he said i'm happy i work for a 3d company i have triplets wow and the another man was waiting and the nurse came and said hey you have a quadruplets the four and he said oh praise god i'm happy too i work for a company called four seasons and the nurse came again the third person ran for his life because he was working for seven up <laughs> sometimes we are looking to my god certain messages of feel like running hallelujah but behind that is a blessing amen a seventh type blessing hallelujah don't run away from the lord amen hallelujah this is the real deal this is the way we should do it you should not become pwd in your financial stewardship what is pwd pursuer of the worldly wealth and the devotee to faith look at somebody and say don't be a pwd it means pursuer of worldly wealth and the devotee to wealth getting things the wrong way fooling people i'm making money sabai vandittu vo jare kaare tattichu tattippu nadathirudu praise the lord tattichu paisa undakkana vidham devam aagrahikkunnilla devam workudu ജെയിംസ് ഫൈവ് സ്പീക്സ് അബൌട്ട് ദ വെൽത്തി ആൻഡ് ദ കേസ് ഓൺ ദം 
it says they have labored made money but have not given wages to their laborers some of us come from their states i think to people of business and wealth say don't make wealth at the expense of not paying your laborers well by rolling your laborers money it's god will protect care curse if you have done it say sorry to the lord repent don't withhold money and expect to be blessed from the lord if your hands and say lord i don't want to be a pwd amen what is the best way to get and peacefully get it i should earn it at work ah, stress or says i trust the lord i work the work that god has given me in peace and love and i believe the lord to release it which is easier in the christian world there are three theologies of money i just shared yesterday a little bit one is prosperity gospel people say immature christians fall for that trap there is nothing like prosperity gospel people who are misers people who does not want to give money to the lord have come up with this idea praise the lord prosperity gospel i believe in the prosperity of the gospel gospel first and prosperity will follow you keep jesus first and all things shall be added unto you he not only added he'll increase and multiply it to you hallelujah there is nothing called prosperity gospel amen not prosperity but gospel first not the other way around number 2 poverty gospel sell everything and give it to the poor we have to help the poor hallelujah if god ask you to sell everything personal word give it but there are some people who preaches it but never do it and there is called poverty boss god does not expect you to have anything god wants you to live poor and die whatever you have also give it that's another gospel there are religious institutions that preach it and they are the most richest in the world <laughs> people who understood it praise the lord and there is a provision theology everybody is happy with that god will provide your needs no doubt about it god will provide for your needs but biblical prosperity is when you ask the lord for your need god will give if you ask for 100 120 rupees there will be always a little abundance when we were a small church and was used to paying 3000 rupees a rent in a month and suddenly the lord asked us to move out and to pay 20000 rupees a week we did not have it because god said it we moved to fmc then but then god opened up wish praise the lord you can ask our financial person every month at least a little more money will be there it was an expensive affair praise the lord if god is always going to like ask a, a land and to build a church to release our faith he's a god of abundance don't be a pwd 
W also stands for worry. Karyangal nadakkuo. Bibles in Hebrews chapter 12, Bible says, Since you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside all weight and the sin so easily ensnares us. Weight and sin are spoken in the same line. Equal weight to both. Worry and sin will equally damage you. Worry and stress will equally damage you. It will not bring the best out of God. I was speaking to a pastor friend of mine. He was saying that people who don't conceive, they worry to the point and stress to the point, they are unable to conceive. And one of the couple in, couple he knows, he said, ended up adopting a child and later gave up, gave birth to seven children. <laughs> because once the stress left, children started coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Denied, offer your stress at the altar of God. And I pray, that your generation will come from within you your blessing will come from within you kings will come from within you queens will come from within you Isaacs will come from within you if he has done it once he will do it again if you believe it put your hands together glorify your name we believe in the miraculous impossible supernatural superseding abundant merciful God Amen. Bible says, be not anxious for anything. BWD. T stands for devotee. Don't be a devotee to worldly riches. What do you mean by that? There's a saying in Christian giving. What you keep, you will lose. What you give unto God, you will gain. Don't be a devotee to worldly riches. What is worldly riches? What I have is only for myself. Godly riches is what I have is to honor the Lord and to give for the gospel and to bless somebody else and to magnify the name. And that is the person God choose to bless and to honor and to multiply and to increase and to trust with riches. Other is self-centeredness, indifference. Hallelujah. Don't feel bad by looking at me. That's why it says, yield first before you enjoy. Don't yield to the worldly riches, but to godly riches. What I have is for the advancement of the kingdom. If you have that mindset and see what God can do, the job that I have, the business that I have, how many of you know that you are glorified Jesus? Let me me tell you why you are not increasing in your business and your work. There is not once you have told somebody, I am where I am because of Jesus Christ. Simple as that. You start saying that and see what the Lord will do. Your business and your work is a platform for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have to glorify Him. You have to tell what a wonderful God I am serving. Every time they gave you a price. First, what do you say? I thank the Lord for my parents. Very good. I thank the Lord for my team. Excellent. Without the team, I would not have done that. Oh, yay. 
പിന്നെ മുക്കി മൂളി when god does something for you put it in the facebook put it in the whatsapp put it in all the social medias tell the families it is the lord's doing and it is marvelous in my eyes the lord has brought me thus far in a very good work he started in me he will bring it to completion and then the god will raise you up in another level some of us are even scared to carry the bible you have to take your bible I mean for one by once in a way hallelujah if you have forgotten I don't mind you using I'm not a legalistic judgmental person you can use your I mean phone the problem is when you're looking at the phone shalu and renu and minu and uh, shaiju will be also sending their messages together with the bible and second reason is take the biggest bible and say put the biggest bible in the place of your work and say i belong to the child of god the reason why i am here it is i am a grace i am what i am by the grace of god it is through because of this jesus called me out of shame out of despair out of depression out of unbelief and the reason why i am here is because of him and see what the lord will do you come to my estates from the time that you cross my boundary all the scriptures on financial blessings have been put and painted and everywhere you will know where my estates are the one who wants to steal will think twice hallelujah how do you think i'm managing all this i'm preaching here my only faith is in the word of god Hallelujah. Hey with me church. Some of us are only Christians in the church. We are don't yield to God. I mean, that is one thing you have to break. You have to get out from this church and be a Christian. I think Petra church has to get out from this church. I'm not speaking about literally but I'm seeing about you should have a vision outside the church ministry is sharing the gospel outside the church prospering is when you share the gospel outside the church using your platform to glorify the lord making relationships to reach out to the gospel of Jesus Christ and see what the lord has done the gold was always the coin was always in the fish's mouth the lord told peter when they were about to time to pay the tax they did not have money lord told peter go and find the first fish in the sea you will find the tax money in the fish's mouth i'm telling you you are a fisher of men you will find your blessings hallelujah in the fish's mouth look at somebody and say one fish can change your life bro <laughs> I am looking for big fishes tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Big fishes are going to be caught in this church for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, put your hands together. Declare it by faith. Big fishes. Big fish. All types of fish. 
But tonight an anointing be stirred up. Especially those ones which have money in their mouth. Whether you know I like it or not, I'm going to catch them for the glory of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If we don't glorify Jesus outside of the church, we are also a PWD. Some of us love ministering in church. Hallelujah. Some of us are, you know, so tied to this mic. But one Sunday I want to come bless you and I have to send you to Brigade Roads and MG Roads and say catch a fish and come back. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why not in the places where God has given you money, made you as managers, you were a clerk, you were not anybody in the business. Why you think God lifted you up into such positions? Only for yourself, your tiny, teeny, tawny, your husband, why? No! You'll feel miserable later on. Hallelujah. How many of you will not shut up in your workplaces? I am not trying to tell you to bring somebody's religion down. I'm telling you to lift up Jesus Christ. It is a constitutional right to lift up the name of Jesus. It is our right. There is nobody that can stop us from doing it. Hallelujah. Not to put down somebody, not somebody's religion, but to tell that Jesus loves them and died for them on the cross of Calvary. And that can transform and change lives. And God will, hallelujah, confirm it, signs, miracles and wonders. And I finish with this. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and the 12th verse. And let's pray. For wisdom and money is a defense. Godly money is a defense. Hallelujah. Devantanam Paisa Vedu Samrakshna Vedu Pairijaya Vedu Defensa Hallelujah That's why Matthew 6.24 says You can't be devoted to two masters at the same time Don't be devoted to money But pursue after God When you are in His kingdom The King will take care of you The King will provide for you The King will protect you Don't go after contacts Don't pursue after anything But the Lord when you do that, when you place the Lord above everything, my Bible says, blessing and mercy and grace, everything will follow you. Hallelujah. So tonight, may God's grace, may God's word impart wisdom to you, correct you, discipline you, and reorder your life. Hallelujah. How many of you God want God to reorder your life tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's close our eyes in prayer.